The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For my wedding, I want <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme music to come on. Okay. It's the glass break. It goes whoosh, and then da, 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 and then I walk out kind of like him and I'm like, I have that attitude, you know? Okay. And then I, at the end, I like lift Absolutely my arms not. up and everyone goes crazy. Absolutely. Look, at, this is like reception or this is at the altar? Ceremony. Oh my right God. When, no. Right when it like begins like our parents walk down the aisle the flower he goes first so whatever and then he wanted smoke machines machines. he wanted it to be like so theatrical i like for the reception i understand a little more absolutely not for the ceremony but even either no either way it's a no he wanted to be the first person to do like a snapchat at the altar Uh, dedication though i like it like remember when logan paul was at WrestleMania and he jumped off and he like had had his phone. It was that was a moment. No one, no groom has had a moment where they grabbed a phone, kissed their bride, and threw it out into the crowd. I think there's a reason for that. Yeah. That's what people keep saying, but I don't think that's the case. This wedding is going to be the biggest day of our lives, and we have to captivate it, capture it. Logan Paul, that makes sense because it was at. Re- WrestleMania. <laughs> this is our WrestleMania. Not a wedding. This is not your WrestleMania. This is our WrestleMania. <laughs> so far from WrestleMania. We're only having one WrestleMania, so we have to go big. <laughs> I was never into wrestling. That was one, and then I also want to limp biscuit break stuff. Dun-na. Oh, he's very Dun-na. into the aggression. Okay, music. I'm sensing that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Everyone will go nuts. You know. So you haven't gotten at all what you want. Those are my only two asks. <laughs> The, we're making exceptions, uh, like, you know, doing Blink-182. And, like, oh, fun! And both agree on. Okay, I love that. But not... Not WrestleMania. Not WrestleMania or break stuff. Okay, understood. It, the song is crazy. I'm we're working inside. on it. We're working no, on it. no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> we're on it. Let's talk wedding stuff. Guys, today we have Remy. Hello! Thank you so much for coming by. Thank you for having me. Queen of the Pretty Basic Podcast. I have on my notes. Co-queen. 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 Super <laughs> media, social media, supernova, 1500 videos posted on YouTube across your two channels. Do you have a, did you have other channels? Um yes, I had no idea I've made 1500 though. Good for me. Wow. I, I think that's cuz you're like the only other person. I have that same number roughly. Really? On only my channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the fact that you I know how hard you worked to get that high. Thank you so much. I think it's <laughs> insane. Um Okay, anyways, back to wedding planning. Real quick. We have Caitlin here, the fiance. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for having me. How's wedding planning been going? It's very stressful. We're finally coming to the end of just like the fun little things. And I can finally breathe a little bit. But now we have to do like all the fine details. Okay. And those details are never ending. 
I'm sure ever. it's not going to end till not even the day. Yeah, it's after so, after I'm going to forget <laughs> yeah. half the things and say, should I should have redone that? Oh my, I have so many questions, but like, feel free to not answer anything. Obviously, publicly, what season wedding are we doing August. or month? <gasps> Love. Okay, next year, next August. This, this August? It's that soon? It's oh, two months. Holy shit! Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, location. Santa Barbara. <gasps> oh my god! Are you kidding me? Okay gorgeous uh florals what flowers have we decided i never realized what was going to be like the budget and what was going to cost the most flowers and your venue end up almost costing the same amount how is that i saw this girl on tiktok that is planting her own flowers for her own wedding next year because she wants to save money and all the people were like this is a great idea but it could go so wrong if they just simply don't work you don't have flowers that's crazy. That's outrageous. We're doing all white. Oh my very god! Very Italian it. villa, very <gasps> Italian food, all white, and like garden party. Oh my god! Cocktail hour, so it's gonna have like a little bit of color, but okay. mainly white. Oh my god! I'm so excited to see dress change. Yes. Want two? One change. Okay, two two options. Two dresses. Yes. <gasps> oh my god! I love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I love talking about weddings so much. I'm so excited. <gasps> How exciting! What are you like most excited for? I'm so excited for the ceremony. I've never had like all my family come out and like all eyes on me. I'm really excited for that because I've never had that moment. Me too. I've always shied away from it. Really? I don't like being the center of attention. So like this day and like that location and all the hard work is all going to come together that day. And it's like so well prepared that it's just it's going to go right. And it's going to be so fun. That's so amazing. I've been planning since he proposed in December, December 11th. And then I've been planning since like July. It's a really quick turnaround. Wow. You were planning earlier. Well, we you proposed, and then we went away, and then it was like everyone was asking. The second you get engaged, yep, 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 yep. everyone asks, when's the wedding? Yeah. When's what are you babies? doing? When's when babies? are you having babies? Yeah. Who's invited? I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even know I was getting engaged. How am I supposed to know who's coming? <laughs> my, Where my childhood best friend got engaged like two days ago. My mom was like, oh, does she have a date for the wedding? I was like, two days ago, mom? Are you kidding? <laughs> like, I don't understand people don't get it, but I also am one of those annoying people. I'm like, so when's it? happening but i'm just so excited some people i think do have it in their minds like planning like oh if i know i'm gonna get engaged next week like it's gonna be in august whatever yeah but oh i have my date set i'm not i'm not engaged but i have my date set well, good for you <laughs> i'm one of those Props crazy people you. i already rented the venue i just always want no literally i'm like should i put a hold just because i've always wanted a june wedding after bride wars i was like i need to have a june wedding Great so my options are limited so right. i was like i'm ready <laughs> i feel like i'm in bride wars I'm at sh- moments. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite movie i love that movie so much. Oh my god. Well, I can't wait to see everything. Congratulations, guys. Thank you. I'm so excited. Any other questions? Mm, let me think, and if I have more, I'll let you know later. Yeah, right now, I'm just too excited to think about everything. <laughs> Thanks, Caitlin. Oh my god, I can't wait to see the dresses. <laughs> That's so exciting. So, you have over 1,500 videos. Yes. You have so. editors now. Yes. Oh, yes. For me, personally, uh, I know, like, it's so funny. I've heard like David talk at like um, Creator Summits, Alicia, like all my creative people that I know around. And they're always like, oh, editing was like the hardest thing for me to give up, like that control. As soon as I could afford an editor, goodbye. Yeah. I'm like the worst editor. I still like, I use Final Cut, but like I a rough cut and I put a simple transition. Like you are, it's it's an art form. Like you're so talented. As soon as I could let go, I gave it, gave it away. But even when you first started doing your videos, were you the one cutting everything? Yes. 
and it, it, they weren't good. Yeah, they were. <laughs> they were. I feel like you you still have the same charisma from when you started eight years ago. Um, ten years ago now. Ten years yes, ago. Thank you. Though you still have the same charisma. You're still the same person, and I feel like that's so rare and so incredible that you never lost yourself. You still like you found your passion. Like oh, you're still doing you. it. I think it's so cool. Thank you so much. I feel like I um I love. I love watching like Alicia, someone that I look up to so much. Obviously, I love her, but she's just so creatively talented with like storytelling and editing and things. And I wish I could do that. I just can't. So I feel like my videos are very much just like a lot of me talking and just like a cut and then me talking. But I feel like it's always been like that. So it's good. It hasn't. I think that's what's so, so exquisite is that you really get to feel like we're hanging out with you. Oh, thank you. And I think, I don't know, the fact that you're able to hold people's attention just by talking is so incredible. Um, Alicia's your co-host on your yes. podcast. Yes. Pretty basic. Yes. Massive pod. Thank you. You're so nice to me. <laughs> How, how'd you guys meet? We met, oh my God. So I tell this story every time I go on podcasts, but it's my favorite story. So she, we like knew of each other for so long because, <laughs> I'm sorry, she's going to get mad at me. Um, we knew each other or knew of each other from like being in the lifestyle community from like 2013 to like 2015 or so. Like I was making uh, videos actually. I went to college where she grew up. So I knew where she lived and I was like, oh my God when I go to college, we're going to meet, it's going to be like a meet cute. We're going to be best friends. It's going to be great. And then as soon as I got to college, she left the city and moved to Orange County. Uh, so I was like, damn it. Okay. I missed my chance. It's fine. We'll like have a chance encounter. So a few years later, like I'm making videos. We're like friends online, cordial, whatever. I go to a, a beauty con event, which was like this. Oh, I've been. Oh, you shut up. Really? Of course. Jeffree <gasps> oh Star's there. Yes. Uh, Nicole Guerrero. Who else? Oh my God. Back when you went, that was like a long time ago then. 2012. Shut up. And 2013. Oh my God. What were you doing at beauty con? I was filming for a creator. Oh, okay. Beauty yeah. con was crazy. Like beauty that, con, they had their era. I went to IMATS also. Oh my God. Yeah, what I'm creator was this? I would her up. Can you share? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you later. Okay. Noted. <laughs> Noted. Well, um, I went to like a beauty con after party and I was really excited because I was going to finally meet all these other like lifestyle creators that I love and I walk in and I see Alicia sitting on this chair like it was at this rooftop of the hotel she's like one of those in this egg chair and I'm like oh my god like this is your time bitch. was it like a movie moment like yes for some reason too my mom always said like Alicia seems like a really nice girl I think you're you know how your mom does that like you should really be friends with her and I was like don't tell me who to be friends with, mom. You don't know. But like, I agreed. I was like, I feel like she and I would really vibe. So I finally like muster up the courage to go up to her. And I'm like, I tap her. I'm like, hi, Alicia. She's like, oh my God, Franny, like nice to meet you. And I was like, I just wanted to say congratulations on, I always get the number mixed up. I think it was like, I think I said 100,000 subscribers. So I was like, congratulations. Like, cause she was like a trailblazer amongst us. I was like, congratulations. Like, that's so huge. And she just goes, it's actually like 150,000. <laughs> It might have been like 200, 250. I forget exactly what the numbers were, but I got the number wrong and I like way undershot it. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, that's amazing. Like, I haven't checked social blade quickly enough. Like, sorry. And I just walked away and I told her like years later and she's mortified because she's like, what a bitchy comment to make. Can I say bitchy on this podcast? Sure. What a bitchy comment to make. And I was like, no, but like, I remember walking away being like, you stupid, stupid, stupid. Like, you should have checked. Yourself? Yeah, I was oh. so mad. I was like, you fucked it up. But now we're best friends. No, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. That's how we met. At the time, was the community pretty small? Very, very small. I feel like there was like 15 of us that are all still creating content to this day. So it's really cool to like see everybody doing different things, branch out to different projects and like make different content now. But we all have like that, you know, lifestyle 2014 love for each other. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Speaking of branching out, you've done a lot of partnerships and collaborations. You've even had like your own style of stuff. What was your favorite partnership that you've 
This episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning platform available on desktop or as an app, and that it truly immersifies you in the language that you want to learn. Maybe you have an upcoming international trip or you want to connect with a family or a friend. I know a lot of people who want to learn a new language just to pick up a new hobby. I can personally attest to this as I used Rosetta Stone when I went to Italy for my honeymoon. It helped me brush up on the Italian that I learned back in school and I was able to get through the land and speak the native language. It made it so much more fun, plus my wife loved it. They're the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. There's no English translation, so you really learn to speak, listen, and think in the language. Plus, there's lifetime membership and access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off a steal. Don't put off that language learning. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Lightweight's podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language learning courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's the Joe Guarantee. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking we could pull one of the best autographs in the game, but guess what? With zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now. Introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now, when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. What I love is the display of the available cards, the hit rates, and the grading. Arena is a marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, displaying. And with Arena Club Slab Packs, they're revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. So whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash lightweights. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's $40 right there. Anyways, go to arenaclub.com slash lightweights for 10% off your first purchase. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold done with a brand Ooh, that's a great question um for instance i think the one that came to my mind just now because i was thinking about it recently i did a gillette like i love gillette razors i've always just been a big fan of razors love shaving and i did like a remy x gillette 
collaboration once and I like got to design my own razor that they sold like I, they designed the handle and it was really cute and I have it in my drawer so I was thinking about that recently you probably had so many cool experiences like that it's like it's really wild even um this morning I was just thinking I'm going to the Mission Impossible it's not the, quite like the premiere but like a screen early screening tonight oh me too oh shut up yeah. oh good we can hang out Paramount right I'm so yeah 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 and so but even that I'm like how the hell do I get to like go to this stuff for work that's so crazy in like the depths of quarantine my boyfriend Cal was like okay we have nothing but time you're finally gonna watch all these movies that I've been begging you to watch I was like okay so we got like into Marvel in chronological order from start to finish then we did Harry Potter then we did Mission Impossible and so now I'm like a Lord of the Rings I'm a huge fan of all these things now and but I've never seen a Mission Impossible in theaters this is like the first one I get to finally see as a fan so I'm like this is crazy I get to go see this movie that I'm excited to see for work yeah and we get so to go cool. to the Paramount where they have the new sound system too oh wow. Cal's gonna be stoked I had no idea I just oh, thought it was a movie theater it. it's <laughs> so cool. oh my god well I'll see you there what yeah. are you gonna wear what what are you gonna wear uh I don't know I have like I have two suits one for my my wedding um <laughs> we're doing like a pre-thing but I was gonna okay. wear that so whatever I don't wear to that got it okay yeah oh you're wearing a suit uh yeah. Tonight, okay. I'll tell you more after. Okay, good, because yeah. Cal's going to pick me up and we're going to go shopping, because I'm like, I feel like I need to dress up for this. It says, like, fancy attire. Okay, gorgeous. I'll go find a dress. Yeah. <laughs> what um what other collaborations, like, have you done as far as brand trips? Because I feel oh. like you get you get to travel all over also for work, yeah. which is the goal for any influencer, any creator. They're like, I want to go on a tart trip. I want to be brought out to Turks and Caicos. Uh-huh. Where, what would you say is the highlight one that was just unbelievable where the room's decked out they have like your name on a robe <laughs> i want to hear it every detail every detail please um, okay well i have to be honest like every brand trip is as we all see like absolutely mind-boggling insane um the one that i think that sticks out to me the most was alicia took me to paris with benefit cosmetics and they flew us there and we first class Yes. Oh my God. It's it, like, no, it's insane. It's like every little detail. Like it's, I love planning. I love being like 10 steps ahead. So this is like ASMR tingles for me when you get there and like everything is planned out. Like itinerary love. So I, they flew us out like first class, which is absolutely bonkers. And we got to this hotel in Paris and we stayed there for a little bit and they like gave you free time to go shopping. I bought a bag. I was like, this is amazing. And we shopped around um, and it was just Alicia and I like, I believe she brought me as her plus one. So it was just like us two like having fun. And like there were all these other like amazing, not other, all these amazing beauty creators. And then Alicia and I were just there. Don't know why, but it was so funny because it was like our first big brand trip especially with like a makeup company and with these makeup creators like Patrick Starr, Candy Johnson like all these people who like turn out the looks and I remember they would say like oh be in the lobby uh you know like 5 30 p.m so we'd get there 5 15 waiting promptly all ready to go and we'd wait and we'd wait and we'd wait and then finally after like day two of being there early the benefit girls came up they're like hey just so you know we say like an hour early because all the makeup creators like take so long because they had these gorgeous stunning like Patrick Starr like in his turban and like stunning like cascading down the stairs like gowns we're like oh, okay so like we were aware after that <laughs> but they took us to a hotel there we like stayed there for a little while and then after I think like two or three days they took us on a train to Lyon which is a different like the countryside of France and they put us in a castle they rented an entire castle Unreal. it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced like blank space Taylor Swift music video like it looked like that like in the front like in the back there were these like this groomed like hedge countryside like you could literally see out all over France it was crazy 
it was the craziest. For anyone who wants to get to that level, what what's the best advice you have to just keep posting and to like, how do you acquire that really? I think I, I, I will say like I've been doing this for so long and I, I think I went on my first friendship in like 20 16 or so maybe 2050 I forget exactly but the idea of brand trips has changed so much over the years and I feel like also TikTok has changed it as you saw like when um, Tart went to Dubai and like that blew up and Bora Bora and all these crazy things um I just went on a trip recently I just got back from Italy with NARS which all this sounds so like vapid and like so out of touch I know I'm so sorry I know how like out of touch it sounds (laughs) but what I loved about this trip specifically is um all the creators were it was just such a diverse group from everything from race to creator size. Like my best friend, Ollie got invited and in. I think he has like a hundred K on YouTube. And then like Alicia and I were there and there was like Monet McMichael who's there, who has like 5 million on TikTok. Like it was just such a vast amount of different creators and like just everything overall, which was so much fun. Um, so I just feel like the, I, I love that these brands are reaching out to different creator size because to be fully honest, obviously like a big reason why brands want to invite creators on brand trips is to sell products. I've heard from a lot of people on the inside, like people that work at brands, like some micro influencers sell exceptionally more than some macro influencers do. Like, I think it really just depends on that creator themselves. So whether you're a smaller creator or you're a bigger creator and you're listening to this and you want to go, I think just really picking a brand that you like, that you love their products and just using it organically and like posting, tagging, all those sorts of things. And then brands will see and you can develop that relationship with them. And then hopefully when it comes time to pick people for a trip, they're like, oh, well, this creator really like uses us you know, a lot organically. They really love the products. I think they'd be great to bring on. That's so true. But I don't know because I'm not working for the brand. (laughs) No, I think you're totally right because the best thing that I heard was they want people who are always selling. And I feel like especially with lifestyle people and lifestyle creators, they're constantly talking about the products they use and like what they do to get to a certain look. And I think that's really what they want because I was told that whoever is constantly selling pushes the most product oh for sure i believe that that's like the beauty of lifestyle content like when i got into creating 10 years ago i was just making videos because i genuinely enjoyed making videos and i liked the the whole process behind all of it and i'm not really talented at much so i would just talk about things that i like i was just showing like my behind the scenes every day so i feel like that was what caused this like it created the community that I have and also it just makes it easy for me to share what I like because I'm just talking about what I'm doing for the day what I'm using and I feel like that has streamlined into a really nice community that like listens and trusts what I say would you say you have the same community from when you first started I think a lot of people yeah which is really crazy I think truly yeah there's quite a few people that I'm like friends with online that I've known for like 10 years and they were like probably like 12 when they started watching me so they're like 22 now so we're like close-ish in age but still like like I feel like I'm, I'm their older sister which is cool we need a Remy meetup um, I love a Remy meetup we should all go to Fryman <laughs> let's just go take a walk <gasps> wait I love that idea that'd be so fun that'd be really fun okay, a Remy meetup okay okay set it up <laughs> that sounds good can you explain to me what a Birkin bag is oh my god sure <laughs> it you is, have one I just bought one yes okay I bought one yes I went so Birkin bags are like I would say like the quintessential bag from the brand Hermes which is like this like luxury like one of the most I feel like sought after luxury brands and I feel like they've had people have known about it forever obviously and I feel like the orange Birkin like it's been around forever like the Olsen twins I don't want to say that just the Olsen twins made it popular but like they were very like quintessential in like the early 2000s for like having their Birkin bags and they'd like beat them up honestly and like they just like throw them around but they're like 
15, 20, up to like $300,000 bags. No, they're insane. They're like, they're crazy, crazy. Um, But TikTok has made them very popular. I've always loved luxury handbags. My mom got me into them when I was young. So it's a horrible thing that I'm into. Um, But I've always loved a Birkin bag. I think they're so beautiful. I just think they're like little pieces of art. And um, it's just really interesting though, because the Hermes brand themselves, like, you know how you could go into a Chanel or a Coach or forever 21 you could just buy a bag obviously just like they're there and you can buy it don't you have to know somebody uh, at hermes you have to like basically go which i didn't do this and I, I don't think i'll ever be doing this but you go into the store and you have to start buying like smaller items that they have available to purchase like they have shoes you can buy like a scarf you can buy like i don't know jewelry maybe i've never done it so i'm not quite sure but i know you like kind of establish that relationship with the brand and also that relationship with your sales associate so you keep buying from the same person to have them like you and then they'll get a certain amount of bags in and then they'll basically like text you and say like hey are you free come in right now I have like this bag that I think you'll like you go in they bring you to like a private room and they like offer you the bag and but it's really and I just think it's a very interesting culture because I've seen a lot of people on TikTok who are like oh you know they've developed this relationship they spent a lot of money investing in these pieces to be offered this bag but what if they don't even like the bag that they're offered and I saw this girl that was like I was just offered a bag from my sales associate I didn't like it I turned it down like is this gonna affect my relationship I was like but if you don't want to buy a $15,000 bag you shouldn't buy the bag so I just thought that was really interesting but I did buy one I bought one second one second hand in Tokyo because they have like so many like the resale market's really big their vintage market's really big so they had like tons to choose from and then I was able to buy my dream bag without having to do the whole dance but I'm really excited about it what's your total bag collection um like how many yeah that's a good question maybe like 20 or so no it's a lot it's really bad but it's so bad because I like the trendy pieces and then soon after you know those go out of style I don't have a problem with keeping them even if they're not trendy I'm not like a super trendy person in fashion right um but I feel like the ebbs and flows of fashion just go so quickly it's hard to keep up with wow (laughs) when do you think Cal's gonna propose (gasps) great question (laughs) honestly I don't know maybe in the next few months really (laughs) did Alicia tell you to ask me Uh, that I (laughs) I don't know maybe in the next few months I think maybe this year I don't know I've talked about it a lot online and then I didn't I didn't think thoroughly and think all the way through because I'm a bit of an oversharer and I have been for 10 years. I'm like that with my friends too. I'm like, I'm really bad with that stuff. But I I didn't anticipate the idea that like me talking about it and then me like vlogging us going ring shopping would then make people think that every time we go on a trip after it's happening. <laughs> I didn't I didn't anticipate that. So when I went to Japan and I actually convinced myself it was happening in Japan. And then all these people convinced me. And I was like, oh, my God, it's happening. I brought white dresses. My mom was meeting us in Japan. I was like, it's happening. Didn't happen. And I was like, <laughs> I'm going to stop, like, trying to think that far you ahead. You and Caitlin so are the same. I don't know. But, like, all girls are like that. Yes. It just happens. She was like, I, I kind of knew it was happening that day. But then she also knew that it was happening, like, every other weekend for three months before yeah. that. Okay, but that's good. That's good. Did she have her nails ready then? She, like, had her hair done, nails done. The day of, she was wearing something. We were going to the beach where it was going to happen. I was like, you should probably change. No. And then <laughs> she like, knew, huh? She like kind of knew. Okay. But I really like threw her off the scent. Okay. And then I, I'm like a comfort guy. Uh-huh. And that day I was wearing like nicer clothes. Okay. So there's definitely something suspicious. Yeah. But then I said we were going to do a food video and it, it I tried throwing her off as best I could. And I think I did. And then when she saw, she saw like roses on the floor, she's like, 
Are these for me? Oh, I feel like Cal's in the same boat. We've had a lot of conversations about, he's like, I don't know how I'm going to throw you off because he doesn't plan. He's not a planner. Seems. I'm the planner in the relationship. And I'm like, well, then you should start like a year earlier starting to plan more things, starting to dress up randomly so that it really throws us yes. off. But I don't think he thinks that far ahead. Yes. And I, I know he wants to. Right now he's been telling me, oh, like, you know, in a few weeks you should get your nails done. In a few weeks, like he's just doing that to troll me. Oh, good. I know he's throwing me off, but it's fine. Maybe. I'm In my head, I'm maybe. See, in my head, I'm like, it'll happen when it happens and I'm chill about it. How, do you know what you want to be dressed like? How you want your nails done that day? <sighs> How you want your hair Oh, that's such a good question. I have no idea. I was saying that I do new nails for a while, but then after I can't anymore. Like I like colors too much. So I did blue today and I'm like, it's fine. It's it's me. Um, I don't know. My hair. Not sure. I haven't. I just uh, would prefer to not be shot from the side. That's, okay. that's more so what I'm most worried about right now. <laughs> do you want him filming it? Do you want a camera person there capturing um, it? I really would you share that with your audience. I think I would okay that's a great question i think i need to start thinking like that and then working backwards because i'm so used to sharing everything for 10 years that i like get so excited because i want to share and then after i put it out i'm like oh i could have kept that one to myself so i need to start thinking backwards more i think i would i think i would just sit down with cal and like really figure out like what are we feeling comfortable about sharing like even the ring shopping i was like i don't know if i want to vlog and share this he was like i really think you should i think like your viewers would really like to see that so i think sitting down and coming to a comfortable point where we're both feeling good about it would be great um but yeah i don't know we'll see we'll see <laughs> I wanted to share just the photos, but I wanted to keep the moment for us. Okay. I think that's great. I thought that was a happy meeting. I think that's beautiful. I also, I don't know. I really want, I know Alicia and Ollie and like all my best friends are going to have some part in it. So I want them to vlog their point of views for me. I don't need to post it. But like, I just want to see all the behind the scenes yeah, yeah. after it happens. That's like what I'm most excited about. More, <laughs> even more than the engagement. I'm like, what did everyone do and how did we all get here? I can't wait for it to happen. <laughs> yeah. I think engagements you. are so cool. It's so much fun. I'm like, I'm in that era of my life, and I feel like you are too, where everyone's getting engaged, and then the weddings, and then the babies, and everything's happening. I'm like, I, it came so quickly. Do you want babies? I, okay. I've always wanted babies, and I think I absolutely will have babies in the future, but my brother just had his first kid, and I'm seeing firsthand how challenging it is. I always know, obviously, like you hear how hard it is, but like being there, I'm not ready for that. No. I'm not ready for that. So much responsibility. I come home and I'm like, I don't, Cal, I'm not ready now. He's like, me either. We're good. Like, we're in the same boat. I'm like, okay, good. At chill. least a few more years. Yeah. Mission Impossible premieres. That's uh, it. Exactly. Yeah. I just want to sit with my dogs and that's it. Um, what's the Vegas hookup? The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Story. <gasps> Alicia Marie. <laughs> um, well, I... <laughs> Okay. I was, um, I think the year was like 2018, maybe 2019. I was in my rampant hoe phase and I was just going crazy. And I was doing it because I had gotten my heart broken and I was like trying to fill that void, you know? Of course. Looking back, it's so sad for me. But 
It's fine. I had gone to Vegas with my best friend and we were dancing and then this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, you want to dance? I was like, sure. So I was like dancing with him and then my friend was dancing with his friend and then at one point he like whispered to me, he's like, do you want to go to the, like, the back of the club? I believe it was- Holy moly. Hakkasan maybe. I, well, I was just like, yeah, like maybe we'll go get like a, some water. Like I didn't think anything was going to happen. Okay. We walked to the back and then all of a sudden, granted I was like really drunk too walking out and walking to the back and then all of a sudden I realized like we're in the lobby I'm like oh we've like walked out of the club and so I'm just like chatting with this guy just like walking with him just the two of you just the two of us I forget I remember what he looked like I forget his name but we're like walking and he was like do you want to go back to my hotel room and I was like sure I remember my mindset I like I can put myself back in that mindset I remember just being like do I want to? Do I not? Do I want to? Do I not? And I you was had like, to. For sure. I'm like in hole. Vegas. Might as well. I gotta fill that hole. Yes. In multiple ways. That's what she said. So we're walking back, and I don't remember exactly what hotel we walked to, but it was far. It was a long walk. You trusted him? Well, that's the thing. See, like looking back, I'm like, that was. I'm so grateful that he actually like he was a very nice guy, and like I've, I, yeah, I'm, you got lucky. No, truly, like I'm so grateful because I know how horribly that could have gone so I'm very grateful for that um I hope that man is doing well and so we walked all the way back to his hotel room and I remember as we walked up to the door the door then I was really in my head I was like okay I don't I don't think I want to do this like I really don't think I want to um and so we like he's about to open the door and then the door flies open and it's his friends in the room and they're like well they, yeah and they were like like really thinking about it I am so grateful that it went the way that it did it's like a funny story to tell and um the friends were like hey man like we're gonna go down to the casino like do you want to meet us later and they're like hey said hi to me and I was like hey and then uh they're like they just left and it was just us two and then so we're in the doorway and I remember it was like a corner unit and I was like hey I'm really sorry like I don't I don't think I want to do this and he goes but it'll only take a few seconds what? I forget. Okay, like I feel bad because I forget. It was either a few seconds or a few minutes. It only take like a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. And I just went. I put my hand on his shoulder and I went, "That's not cute." And I ah! turned and I walked myself back to my hotel in my heels. Oh my! But like yeah. again, so sweet of him. Like yeah, a little too honest. honest. A little too honest. But like, thank God he was just he respected that, and I left. I never saw him again. Wow! I know. Well, I wonder what he's doing these days. I know. You gotta find him. I like. I remember like a couple years later, I tried to look him up on Instagram. Couldn't find. Couldn't remember his name, but I hope he's well. Oh wow! Yes. What a memory. Sweet man. He's probably. I hope he's still doing it. Yeah, that's good. That's great. I, I hope that he's like you know worked. Maybe it's a little. Maybe it is a few minutes instead of a few seconds yeah. and. I respect him. I, I wish do. I was as honest as him. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, that was so <laughs> <It's endearing>. cute. <laughs> you should have just went in. Only a few seconds. In my head, though, I was like, well, I'm wearing like a sticky bra and like a whole spank. It's like, how am I going to take all this off? Like, what am I going to do? That was actually like a big worry of mine in my head. Yeah, the process. Yeah, exactly. And then you have to put it back on. And then, yeah, then I'm going to walk back. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember almost, do you remember a few years ago, YouTube kind of had like all these different communities. There was like the vloggers, the makeup community, the gaming yeah. people. And like everybody was like, everyone kind of knew what everybody was doing. Yeah. Because someone was doing something crazy. Mm -hmm. Do you almost feel like all of that imploded and now everyone kind of shifted to TikTok a lot more? Yeah, oh, definitely. Well, I I do. It's funny because like while all that was going on, I was eating it up. The um, l Team 10. Oh, my God. The way I would. The Logan Paul, Jake Paul. Every brother, day, bro. Oh, my God. It was so refresh, much fun. Refresh. I've like I've never been that invested in anything in my life. Like I ate that up. I loved like the the makeup 
the drama, obviously, but I loved like the makeup community. You did it at my birthday dinner, (laughs) time and place. Like I loved the drama is obviously exciting because I'm a human being and I like the drama. But like the make when it was not dramatic, like the makeup community, like the Casey Neistat, like the vlogger community that really like came up. Obviously, the vlog stuff, everything like that was really cool to watch. But I do feel like our little same lifestyle crew always just like stayed the same for yeah. the most part and just like kept doing what we've been doing for a decade. I feel like you guys didn't have the drama. N- no, and it's funny because like if there was drama, it's more of like friendship drama because we all are like good friends. Um, so it's like more of like just like drama that you get into with your friends and then you have a conversation, you communicate and it's it's done. I feel like there's very little like public drama for the most part. Right. Um, so I feel like, yeah, it, it like I haven't seen any of that craziness. Like I love TikTok because I genuinely enjoy consuming TikTok and I feel like again the lifestyle girlies have made their way over to TikTok but in a different way like I think we still all see ourselves as YouTubers who do TikTok um but it's really interesting seeing like the beauty community go over there seeing all the vlog people go over there like it is different than the lifestyle community so I feel like I have a different outlook on that but I mean TikTok's huge and it's really hard for me personally to like rewire my brain from long form to short form. I think that's like my biggest setback right now. I don't know if I'll ever be able to fully get there and like see myself as a TikToker over a YouTuber but I don't know if I want to. So you overall you do love creating the long form stuff. Better. I love it. You love the storytelling. I just like talking. That's just my thing. I got. A, I need a long place to talk for. You need another podcast. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> just one by myself. Just by talking to myself for Remy an hour. Talks. Yeah. Remy, Remy talks. <laughs> what was the time you got lost on the ski slope as a child? Oh my god. This is a fun story. Oh great. Um, So I grew up as a skier. My parents are like really good skiers and so they would always take us up every year like a few, few ski, ski trips a year. Um, This time I think I was in fifth grade so I was still like getting the hang of it. I was still doing pizza the whole way down. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza, pizza. And we went up with like uh, three other families and they all had like three kids or so so there were like a lot of us there. A lot of kids, a lot of adults. And um our parents would just like stick us in the ski school and then like pick us up at the end of the day and be like let's do a couple runs and like call it a day and so this was like the end of the day the sun was about to set and in the mountains it sets really quickly obviously and and early and so I remember my mom had dressed me in this all head to toe white ski suit full full thing the only color was this tiny inch little lime green logo that was it so I remember like again I can put myself right in this mindset I remember I was going down the mountain and I was going pizza and they let all the kids go first the parents followed just in case anything happened obviously didn't work so I'm going pizza down I remember my ski started to like cross and I was like whoa and it veered me into like the tree wells you know like those trees on the sides have like giant like potholes I fell fully into one so you couldn't see me because I was wearing white and also it was like a deep pothole oh my god and so I like I'm like one ski in the air one ski's falling off I'm like screaming I finally get myself up to like look high up enough out of the pothole and I see like all my friends go by I see my dad go by and then I'm like I'm screaming screaming and no one can help me out and then finally my mom goes by she was last and I was like didn't hear me goes right by me because like how are you supposed to hear did you think you were done I I don't think I even thought that far ahead I was just like Oh my, I guess maybe, yeah. Maybe I was like, I'm done. I was just like, I something, I can't get out of this. This is the last day of my life. Exactly. I'm not like, also when you're like little, like how do you click your skis out? You barely know. I was like, what is going on? So I finally like after we, I cried for like 30 minutes and like on the bottom. And then finally I was like, I should get out. So I like worked my way out and I sat there and I continued to cry. Aww. And at this point though, the sun is setting. So they're about to close all the slopes. So little did I know when my parents got to the bottom, they're counting all the kids and I'm not there. My mom immediately thinks like something happened around me. Like she got kidnapped or like, 
like so, she's hurt something something she's like freaking out and so she convinces the ski lift people to let her get on the lift to come around and go down again um and she like almost passed out on the ski lift because she was like that worried and my dad stayed at the bottom and was like waiting for me to hopefully come down and I, it's so funny because I was just sitting there crying and like multiple men came up to help me but my mom was always like stay away from men stranger danger so they'd be like hi little girl do you need help and I'd be like no oh. <laughs> no sorry and they'd be like okay and they'd leave and then finally after like maybe another 30 minutes or so this like woman with her daughter came up she was like this really sweet mom she's like hi sweetie do you need help and I was like yes so she helped me get up and click my ski in and then we went down and around I was like a two minute ride from the bottom like I was so close to the bottom I just had no idea that we just had to veer around and my dad was waiting right there and I remember coming around my dad was like waving the skis in the air he's like Remy and then he called my mom everything was fine I went back to school after winter break in fifth grade and this girl came up to me her name was Alexa and she was like did you get lost on Mammoth Mountain and I was like yeah why and she's like I heard your name over the loudspeakers like the whole time I was like okay oh I'm here so so I'm here to tell the tale I mean, I would have been fine, but at the time, yeah, I did feel like I was going to die. <laughs> do, you, do you still ski nowadays? Yeah, I love skiing now. Oh, that's so cool. It's so fun. I, Alicia's a good snowboarder. Is she? We go in like big groups, yeah, and she's like the best out of all of us. Oh, uh, I, I didn't get that. I grew up in New Jersey, and like the nearest <laughs> mountains were like Pennsylvania, oh. so we never really got to ski and snowboard. We got to go. I'd love to go. We have some like intermediate or like beginner people in our group, so we can teach you. I can teach you. Yeah, that'd be so would fun. Would you ski or would you board? Uh, I tried skiing and I was like okay at it and then I just switched it out for a snowboard. Snowboarding's so much cooler. Yeah. It's way cooler. You feel like you're like It's cool. Swag. I know like it, you can do all these jumps and stuff like skiing you just go. Yeah. Which is fine and it's easier so that's why I do it. Yeah. <laughs> What, what made you want to get into YouTube when you first started? I So I was gifted. Uh, my aunt for like Christmas or something got me the very first generation iPod Touch. Like the one with the silver rounded back. I don't know if you yeah, remember that Yeah, it was that like one. pretty wide. It's so thick. Mm-hmm. Um, and she got that for me. And then I remember I was playing with it one night and they had it used to come like pre-installed with YouTube on it. So I, or maybe it still does, but I the YouTube icon was that little gray beigey TV. Do you remember that icon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The super old old school one. Yeah. So I remember I was like, what's YouTube? And I clicked it. It was like 2007, 2008 at this time. Oh, you were on like old. Early, early. And so then I like found uh, this this creator called Purse Buzz and she was doing like makeup and hair tutorials then I found Michelle Fawn from that and I found like all these like OG OG like makeup creators beauty creators um I fell in love with YouTube and I was like obsessed I'd stay up like until like 5 a.m watching videos sleep for like an hour and then go to school my mom was so mad at me all the time um but I just like fell in love with YouTube and then I started like quite a few channels back in the day Same. that were yet yeah, deleted now yeah one's still up because I can't remember the password but they're like my really embarrassing high school music videos that I'd make but then finally, uh, the I kept like making, deleting, making, deleting. And then finally, uh, the year before I went to college, I made my channel Miss Remy Ashton and didn't delete that one. And thank God. And that's the one you that's just... That's the one stuck that's with. That's so cool. It's I'm super, super blessed and happy that I got that iPod. Do you remember when they had badges for who was the most viewed of the day? Yes. Oh my God, yes. Yes. I like think of like the old home screen when you would like the videos were at the front and then like on the side they had all the things go yeah I forget about all of that that was like that was that was so cool to find because I felt like that community was just so small and niche and then no there's maybe like two other people in my high school that like cared about YouTube yeah. but I was the only one and then I remember I posted a couple videos and people like upperclassmen will come up and say like I saw your, music, your <gasps> video I'm like wow what kind of video was it uh, we did like comedy sketch comedy no way i love smosh okay i thought they were so cool 
And that's what I was saying before. Like, I always wanted, like, a partner to do stuff with, like, to do everything with. Uh-huh. R.I.P. Ilya. And um, I had, like, this one group of friends. It was me, Jared, and Josh. And we, like, made these videos. And I was Aww. normally the camera one. And I would edit it together. <laughs> it's so cute. And we would post it up. And then, like, we'd just, like, leave it and see the numbers go up. I'm like, 1,600 people saw this. Oh, this my God. I, like, I loved Nika Higa back in the day. Like, do you remember all his videos? Like, I never got into him. Oh, I loved him. Like, but, like, same with Smosh. Like, all those, like, little sketchy ones. Yes. Um, I remember when I... I made my first videos really like end of high school, the summer before going to college. Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry, I lied. It was um, the summer between junior year and senior year is when I like first made the channel and then I started making videos. And I, my first video was like a haul of things that I bought because I had just gotten my license. And Were so people I, doing that at the time? Yes. Hauls, like I remember when hauls came out, I think it was probably like 2015. There's this girl that I watched who would make hauls, but like I didn't understand what hall meant. I remember I like Googled what does hall mean? And it was like to to take things somewhere or whatever. And I was like, this that's not what she's doing. It just didn't make sense. But it's so funny. It's like an internet term that's taken over. Um, and I remember my first video, I was like, I had just gotten my license. So I drove myself to Walmart because I was going to like student council summer camp and I had to get outfits for the dance that they had going on so I like went and bought some stuff and I did my little haul and then I posted it and then I went to cheer camp that same summer and while I was at cheer camp I remember in between breaks I would check my phone to see like I would every time I got like a new subscriber I'd get um, an email and I remember yeah (laughs) I was keeping up with counting every day and I remember I kept refreshing this one specific day and I had like 200 new subscribers in a day from that video and I like the elation that that brought me like I I could still tap into that like that like oh my god this is happening moment and it ended up being like 200 subscribers but it was like the best day of my life does it feel so surreal for you that you're at the level that you're at now yes absolutely I I feel like I also just don't even think about it much because eventually at some point it obviously changed from like a hobby to a job but it still is the most incredible job that I could have ever asked for like being able to be my own boss make my own hours create like having the freedom to create whatever I want to make is insane what was the feeling you had when you got your first paycheck from YouTube Oh my god! And how much was it? I th- I honestly everyone always asks asks me that, and I forget exactly how much. I want to say probably like a hundred and twelve because I think there was a rule where I had to hit a hundred to even issue the check. Yeah. Um, I probably blew it on shopping. To be fully honest, I don't really remember. Alicia has this like beautiful story of like she bought her parents a dishwasher. I probably like shopped at Forever Twenty One. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but some yeah, yeah, exactly. I can't remember. Um, but. I'm just happy it worked out. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. What what were on those other channels that you got rid of? Were they embarrassing? <sighs> Probably. Couldn't remember much. I filmed them all on my like MacBook in the beginning, and then I brought my mom's camera. I was a part of a collab channel at one point. Do you were remember you? Those were really big. I wanted to be part of one. <laughs> I never was. I kept auditioning, and I eventually got it, and I would make videos in my room showing my outfit of the days. I forget exactly what it was called, but it was like seven something, seven fashion girls or something like that. Uh, I participated in that for a bit, and then- Are any of them still doing videos? I See, I wish, I've like, I want to go back and find them, but I can't remember the channel I don't even remember who was involved um did you like the other girls in it I feel like we didn't chat much either like at that point collab channels were like you just had the password to the channel and you just uploaded your video on your day which is like such a funny idea now because it was just to really promote yourself yeah exactly it was like you audition like hey I'm starting this collab channel let's get Remy in here yes exactly I remember I just did my audition um and then other than that like my videos that are still up are definitely embarrassing they were just like music videos that I would make 
during the summer. Yeah. Um, and I think that's really and singing. There's some singing videos. I'm not a singer, but there's some singing. Videos. I have the same videos. <laughs> that's so funny. That was like the thing, though. It was like throw throw it at the wall, see what sticks. Me and my friend dressed up as Guidos and we did shots uh, by Lil John, <laughs> and that video got like thirty thousand views. And we're like, we did it. That was like the era of Jersey Shore. I'm assuming. Yes. Yep. 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 <laughs> Oh man, would your would your real life friends think of you doing the internet stuff at the time? So I really didn't share it with anybody. I had a few people come up at school and would tell me, and I would literally scream and run away. Like it was so I handled. Were you it. embarrassed? So embarrassed. Why? Um, I just YouTube wasn't cool, and like social media wasn't cool until obviously like a few years ago. But even you know in like 2013, 2014, even in college when I was making them, when I first got there, I was known as like the YouTube girl in the sorority. Um, and I would like be in charge of making all the the recruitment videos and all those things because like no one was doing it. But now I still follow so many of my sorority sisters. Oh my god, sorry. Now I still follow so many of my sorority sisters that are making content now, usually like short form. Like I feel like not a lot have done YouTube. Um, but the only two people that really knew in the beginning were my two best friends in high school and they would make so much fun of me That's like so, so much fun of me they never let me live it down but then one of them i brought on a brand trip and i was like just so you know everything that you berated me for is you're here for this now and she's like i'm so sorry it's, i'm so sorry it's so funny when it turns yeah when it's like look, beneficial you stupid yeah. videos like oh my god can i come to the premiere with you exactly <laughs> i never let her live it down though yeah. i always bring it up my friend is moving out here and i'm really excited because he was one of the people that i did videos with oh my god yeah josh no his name is chad okay okay um they're moving out in a couple months but i'm so excited for him to come because he's one of those people that i made videos with oh. and then he'd give me shit for doing the videos but now he's coming out is he coming me- to do content Really no, no, no. Media? Okay. He does other stuff, but I told him that I was going to Mission Impossible tonight, and we were bringing Caitlin's brother. Uh-huh. And he's like, "Hey, I hope you save some for me." Uh, <laughs> yeah, Chad. <laughs> yeah, Chad. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Bitch. <laughs> Send him some videos, some yeah. pictures. <laughs> you you and Tom Cruise. Ah, <laughs> uh, I wish he was there. I feel like he's in Abu Dhabi. Is he? Yeah, there's like a big premiere in Abu Dhabi. Okay, like I was right gonna. Now. I know it's not like the real premiere, but. That's okay. Yeah. Did you see? Okay, this might not be real, but I, did you see that picture of Tom Cruise and his stunt? I I want to believe that this is actually fake now that I'm saying it out loud. But like, it was him and like two stunt doubles that they all looked identical. No. They were probably like wax figures now that I'm saying it out loud. But I got to show you, it was uncanny. I and think, it was like, which one's real? I think it was ra- wax figures. Okay, that makes sense. That <laughs> sounds more familiar because I remember seeing that photo. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I'm so gullible. <laughs> Let's see. Wax figures. I love those wax museums. I got to get to one. Okay, now I can't even find it. Oh, AI generated. <laughs> ah. Damn, that AI is going to get me every time I can't have it happen. They're going to replace us. I can't. Like, I'm, I'm too gullible for this. You share so much of your life. Everything from your relationships, uh, house tours. Like, you show your personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have boundaries in your head or is it on a case-by-case basis or is it no holds barred like i thought you're gonna say do you have like a very high-tech security system (laughs) well i wanted to ask that too we have a very high-tech security system yes so please don't come to my house Um, i'm like okay i have the room tour from 2012 i have a room tour uh from 2017 Mm -hmm. i know where all of this stuff is yep yep it's like bags are kept in there no very high-tech so please don't come to my house um but boundaries i i am learning boundaries I really like it's it's something that I definitely struggle with. It's so funny because I made a TikTok yesterday about how I overshare and a lot of the comments were like, I really don't think you overshared that much. And I was like, 
well, I feel like I have nothing left to, to share now. So that's interesting. I feel like that's the secret sauce, though, because people really, really, really get to know you. And I feel like when you share those super intimate moments that are hard for you to put out on the Internet, mm-hmm. that's what attracts people because everyone goes through the same stuff. For sure. I think um, I... I I'm learning boundaries. I think with the podcast too, it makes it so easy to just like say things because I'm talking to my best friend and we're just chatting. And it's also a lot of times like things that she already knows or things that I already know because we're best friends and we talk outside the podcast. Um, But it's just so easy to like dive even deeper in the podcast because we're like, oh, you already know this. So let's talk deeper into that. And then I leave and I'm like, oh, now everyone's going to know that. But I think that, yes, it's great because I've created the community that I have because of it. And I feel very close to my audience because of it. Um, but I definitely have learned the hard way a few times. Like, oh, I could definitely like pull back on certain things. I think that moving forward with my relationship, that is a good thing to. I, I feel like for a long time, my whole channel was obviously just me. And then now I've been with Cal for almost four years. I'm like, OK, this is not necessarily our channel. And I don't, don't want to have like a joint channel ever. Um, but. I mean, his life is heavily involved in it. So it's like, what are you comfortable with as well sharing? Or what are you comfortable with me sharing? Anything that's obviously just about me, I can say whatever I want. But if it involves him, I have to be respectful too. Has the oversharing ever bummed you out where the audience reaction wasn't what you wanted? I think not necessarily not what I wanted. But for instance, I have PCOS and it's something like a a health thing that I've been struggling with for a long time, trying to find answers. And um, I like pretty much was always sharing kind of like, updates whenever I got like a new thing from a doctor or whatever it may be um and the doctors would like tell me essentially like you have to go on a very strict diet you have to do this you have to do that and a lot of times I quite frankly just couldn't not not that I couldn't do it I just didn't want to do it enough so I would go on and I'd say like you know this is what the doctor told me like I'm supposed to do this but because I am human and like you know it, it, is, it is hard to stick to a diet sometimes it is hard and like I would gain weight and people would see it and it would just be like this big thing where I wish I was linear and I wish I could hear from the doctor to do this and I just did it and I showed people like hey if you have this problem like maybe this could help you too but obviously it's not that easy so um, you know I definitely like go on diets I fall off diets I don't want to say diet either like in a diet culture way but more of like a what the doctor's telling me is best for my body um, so that's definitely kind of hard when I'm like I wish I could just like do it for other people to see. Um, but it's, I'm, I'm a human, so it's de- definitely been hard for me. Sorry, I feel like that didn't make any sense. No, it does. Okay, okay, cool. Everything you're saying shows how much of a level-headed person you are because you're able to take criticism from people on the internet while still holding your ground and seeing your own perspective. And I think that's really, really rare. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's definitely, it takes me a lot. It, it like, I, I have to... When something bothers me, I have to talk it out with like a lot of people to same. feel level headed. Yeah. Oh, same. I like I can't just sit there and think about it because then I drive myself crazy. But by talking to it with like my therapist, Cal, my mom, all my best friends, like getting kind of all their perspectives helps me understand. And like there is validity to what they're saying. And I totally understand that. But I'm a human being and I'm going to go through these ebbs and flows and I'm going to gain weight, lose weight. I'm not going to always stick to a certain diet because I fluctuate and that's normal. Um, So things like that definitely sometimes get me down, but I try my best to listen to the, you know, positive comments of people that support me, especially in something like that, that is so hard. It's a hard subject, just like health and being diagnosed with something was hard. Yeah. When you're, when you're gathering everyone's perspective on things, is it easy for you to wean out like who's saying what is true and who's saying something with like a little, little... I don't, I don't know the word, like the negative negativity 
Like, are you able to wean out? You know what I've learned? What? Uh, the nice comments always are so sweet, and I appreciate them so much. I think there's, like, a difference in, uh, I don't, I don't want to say negative, but in there's, like, there's constructive criticism where when they say something, you're like, okay, that's actually true. That right. hurts more than, like, someone saying something completely, like, false that you're just like, okay, that's not even true. But when it's, like, constructive criticism or something that people say, even if it's mean, but you can feel, like, you feel that yeah. because... You're like, okay, they're right. For instance, like, yeah, you should stick to the diet. The doctor's saying, like, that's true. I like, I understand that. And yes, in a perfect world, I would. I just, I can't always. Like, I really have struggled with that a lot. And I feel like um, I'm proud of myself for being vulnerable and, like, sharing that with people. That, like, I do mess up. I'm not always going to be on it. Um, I haven't always been on it. I haven't even been close, to be fully honest. Um, but so I appreciate that in a, in a, to a sense. I think there's a nice way of saying it, though. I right. think that's kind of like the discrepancy. What What is PCOS? Um, polycystic ovary syndrome. So it's basically just like um, I have like insulin resistance and it kind of you can have cysts on your ovaries. But basically it's like an excess of um, I forget exactly what it is. Sorry, let me think of the scientific term. Basically, it just um it can affect your fertility in the long run. It makes gaining weight very easily. It makes losing weight really hard. You can have like side effects of like excess facial hair and all these sorts of things. And a lot of women have it. If you actually, I did some research, um, a very high statistic of weight, women who are overweight have PCOS and either know it or don't know it. Um, but it's basically like a hormone imbalance. So with hormones, obviously it's really hard because it's like a case by case scenario. So it's definitely been hard. I saw a specialist more recently and I've been following uh, like her rules very closely. I've, I feel like I'm in the the time of my life where I'm also just like, okay, I have to do this. Like for so long I've been listening, but not fully listening. I need, it's at the time of my life where I'm like, if I want kids one day, I need to put it in. I need to listen to her. I need to actually actively try. I have been, I've been way more active lately. I've been listening to like the foods that I should be eating. Um, and I've seen such a difference in my levels of energy already. And just overall, it's been really good. That's great. Um, thank you. But again, it's like such a nuanced thing and it's different for everybody. So it's been really hard to, um, I guess give my information because it is different for everyone and I don't want people to listen and like follow what I do uh, because their levels are different than my levels and then also it's hard because not everybody understands and some people I feel like are a little bit judgmental about it but overall I'm happy I'm sharing. No I'm, I think it's incredible that you're sharing especially with something that's so like to you. I think a lot of people struggle with wanting to share that stuff mm -hmm. but I think the the reward of sharing something like that is so much more beneficial than keeping it in because you can cultivate that audience and the group of people that maybe they have the same thing as you and they can give you their input and what's worked for them and you build that that community too. A, a completely. Whenever I speak about it, um, I mean, from a business standpoint, like views-wise, I'm always like, oh, that video didn't do as well. But if you look at the comments, it's so many Spikes. people exactly being like, Remy, I was on this because I was on a medication for a long time that was making me really sick. And they were like, I was on that medication. I had the same issue. I tried this or, oh my gosh, it worked for me. But I implemented these things in my day. Like I have such an amazing community of of people who also have PCOS who are giving me information. Like if anybody also, I'm only one person, but if they have it and go read through the comments, maybe that they'll have a lot more information to read from there too. Like, personal testimonies that can help them. I think that's incredible. Thank you. That's really great. Thank you. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Everyone go check out Pretty Basic Pod. Yes. It's going to be linked you. down below in the show notes. Where can everyone find you as well? Uh, Miss Remy Ashton on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and Rem Life for my vlog channel. And Cooking with Remy. And Cooking with Remy. Oh my God, I forgot. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, of course. All right, cool. Thanks so much thank for coming you. by. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, Lightweights, out. Sick.
You're such a good interviewer. Thanks. You're really great. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.